Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. Boom! This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Everyday Saturday Podcast. Going to dive right into the show. Thank you once again, all the reviews. I really, if I said that enough, really appreciate it. Uh, it just makes the show sing. Leave a rating on iTunes. Uh, thank you in advance for doing that. Uh, today's topic, the evolution of the entrepreneurial mindset. Uh, specifically, I want to chat with you about something that I am, honestly, I'm going through. It's a decision-making process. I got to make a decision by tomorrow. I want to talk to you about that. And the old me, how I would have processed this information versus the new me, how I process this information. I think it's going to help you whenever you make decisions, especially, look, if you're an entrepreneur or you're someone that takes risk, maybe you're risk averse. Maybe, you know, you've never invested in any type of coaching or products or services like that in the past of a significant amount. Well, uh, maybe this will help. Maybe this will help. I guess you'll be the judge of that. So um, I have an, uh, an opportunity to continue in the current coaching program that I'm invested in, all right? But it's a six-figure investment, and I got to make that decision by tomorrow. That's when my time expires inside of, uh, look, we all have coaches. Coaches have coaches. Michael Jordan had a coach. Tiger Woods has a coach. Everybody should have a coach. But it's funny. You know, I never really believed in the value of that. Um, let me just take a moment to kind of frame that, too. Back when I first got started, I had a pretty big ego. I'd say a very large ego. Um, and I was coming out of the corporate world, and I was like, oh, I was running a $100 million division. I, I was making six figures. Blah, blah, blah. I don't need a coach. Um, I'll just buy a product. I'll figure it out myself. You know. Well, that was okay. And at that time, that was where my kind of ceiling was and my entrepreneurial mindset that, yeah, I can do this. Just give me a course to go through and I'll figure it out because I'm Sam Crowley. Um, yeah, that, that, that didn't, it, look, I always got my money back on courses because even if the course was terrible, I figured I'd learn something. I'd blow a thousand bucks on a course, figure I'd pick something out that can add some value and I'll, I'll make the thousand back somewhere else. So what I really learned was when I started hiring coaches, uh, especially good ones, I think, you know, good is a subjective term, but I think a, uh, a good coach is somebody that you really vibe with. Someone that, you know, that it's not just you're paying them and they're telling you what to do. Like you really have a good connection with them. When I do Zoom calls, when people want to come into my mastermind, I'm vetting them. I think they might think that they're interviewing me. I'm actually interviewing them because it's not a money issue with me. It's, hey, will you add value to our group? You know, are you going to come in and be energetic and have a great attitude? The rest will take care of itself. Uh, so if we'll, if we work together, well, you're going to have a great experience and I'm going to really enjoy working with you. And the group's going to enjoy working with you. I would never hire a coach that I didn't have a connection with. That would just be a recipe for disaster. So when I first started investing in one-on-one -on -one coaching and group coaching, uh, it took me a couple of years before I started really seeing the value of it. I dropped a couple grand. Well, actually my very first coach, I spent $6,000. Yeah, I forgot about that. Six grand, which was 
OMG. Like, I did not, I was in the middle of a bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah, one of the last purchases they let me make on my credit card was coaching. Um, so it was so valuable because I had a great coach. Her name was Patty, and it was all about the mindset. I was like, my God, this lady thinks at a different level. Like, she's like the coach up in the press box looking down on the field at a, at a you know, a sporting event, and she could see the play happening before it takes off and that's what I needed in my life she could see things happening 30 60 90 days down the road watch out for this don't do that you know lean into this more do more of this I couldn't believe it. I'm like whoa I'm, I'm all in on this coaching stuff man so fast forward to today I need to make a decision am I going to invest six figures in a coaching program and so what happened was last year, you know the story, if you listen to the podcast, my Facebook account got hacked, shut down, kicked me out as an admin. I'm like, oh boy, this is interesting. So I pivoted to YouTube ads and uh, I hired a YouTube ads coach, paid 40 grand. Uh, there's no one-on-one -on -one time there, boys and girls. It's 40 grand. Here's the course. Jump on some group coaching calls and hey, if it doesn't work, that's tough luck on your part because we're the expert. We know it works. Now they are not arrogant like I just described it but that was really the agreement that you signed you know you're not getting you know there's no you're not calling Johnny or Susie up on the phone and saying hey you got 10 minutes I'm stuck it's up to you and I love that I love the accountability being on me you give me the information you give me the guidance you know we'll jump on some group zoom calls every now and again to make sure we're on track but yeah that 40 grand and I spent another 40 on ads so I'm up to 80 grand now it's worked out great uh and what I do is I use the YouTube ads to uh, promote the mastermind group. Brought in just the most amazing, amazing students. So it has definitely paid off in spades. All right. But now I want to go to the next level and I want to get closer to the source of momentum. I want more one on one time, I want more access to the high level players inside the group who I can't really get access to right now. And there really is something when you level up your game, everything else levels up. So when I first got started in this you know, entrepreneurial space some 18, 20 years ago, I was playing small. Uh, I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust my vision. Didn't have a lot of confidence. Certainly wasn't going to spend you know, thousands of dollars just to blow it. That one six grand sale I still or coaching payment I made to the guy, I still can't believe I did it, but it worked out well. But that was a big leap of faith at the time. But I was not mature enough in my mindset that, look, I'm going to, I'm going to bet on me, like I talk about all the time on the podcast. The best investment you'll ever make is in yourself. But as you go, you know, as you go down that road of entrepreneurship and you stay in the game, you're going to want to level up because you're going to, there's a shelf life. I think I talked about that yesterday on the show. There's a shelf life to everything. There's a shelf life to your job. You know, there's a shelf life to your boss. And the more people stay in the same position, the more that expiration date gets closer. You know, everybody's got an expiration date in, in, in what they do. And if you're not leveling up your game and you're not hanging around people who can, you know, help you and teach you and coach you and, you know, train you to operate at a higher level in what you're passionate about. I think that's a key word there, what you're passionate about. If somebody's coaching you up in something that you don't really want to do, then you're just not going to want to do it. I love, love speaking and I love podcasting and I love coaching and training and I love our mastermind group. So the opportunity to invest over a hundred grand to help me get better with the advertising, with the message and building that, 
you know, up to a seven figure platform really, really excites me. So I got a decision to make. So how do I make that decision? Well, I pray about it. You know, uh, I do. I pray to God. I want him to give me the wisdom, the discernment to make the best decision. That's not only in line with my business, but also with my family. Look, anything under 10 grand, I'm throwing it on a credit card. And you know, my wife and I'll talk about it over coffee. She trusts me with those decisions. She knows because I've been doing this a while. So if there's a decision to be made and it costs under 10 grand, then I'm just going to throw it on a credit card and I'll figure it out, you know? And I know, again, when I have a conversation with someone who wants to help me do something, I get a vibe, good or bad. If I get a bad vibe, it's, hey, thanks a lot. Uh, no thanks. If I get a good vibe, it's like, cool, let's do it. And here, here's my card. You know, that's how I did the first coaching program. Dropped, uh, I think it was 20 grand on the call. Here you go. Here's my card. And then dropped another 20 uh, to get more access at the time. So I'm, I'm very comfortable investing those amounts of money in coaching, especially when, I, when they got a track record and I, I just get a really good feeling. Now you get over 100 grand. I take a step back. I pray about it. I, my wife and I talk about it before I make that decision. And I really want to find out and really go deep into my own like introspective self to what's my real goal? Like what if I do drop 100 grand or so, what's the real goal of what I want? What's the output? Because it's got to be more than dollars and cents, you know? So when I have a conversation, for example, with somebody and they want to come on board in our mastermind group and they're all about, well, how fast am I going to get my money? But instant decline, instant decline. They don't even have a message. They have no idea what their message is, for example. There's no clarity on it. They haven't built an audience and they're focused on how fast am I going to get my money? But instant decline. Okay, because that that's just I have no energy for that. I want somebody who's got passion and a great attitude and they know they've got a message inside that they just absolutely have to get out and they don't want to take their last breath before they send out these audios to the world in the form of podcasting. And they want to be a public speaker, for example. They want to be on stage. They want to host their own smaller events in their community. Once they get their million dollar message dialed in, they can take it to Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, wherever they want to take it. But if that money thing comes up, how fast am I going to get back? And say, hey, thanks a lot. It was really great talking to you. And very cordially, but no interest in bringing them in the group. That's just bad energy. And it's immature. Because they're, they want a place to focus on myself or my program and not on them. Because what they're really saying is they don't trust themselves. They're very nervous. They don't believe that they've got a message. So then they want to put it on me to say, hey, how are you going to get this money back for me? It ain't about that, man. Uh, let's shift it back to you. How are you going to show up? Because that's where the real success. And by the way, when I'm investing this money on my end to hire a coach, they say the same thing to me. If I were to say, hey, I want to do YouTube ads. How fast am I getting an ROI? Well, how, uh, how committed are you? It's exactly what they said to me. And I loved it because I knew what they did. I would say the same thing. They put it back on me. Uh, I remember talking to the guy, Austin. Great dude. He's the one that sold me. I go, Austin, you're good, man. You're good. I do this as well. You're good. He goes, oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Very humble guy. Great guy. I love him. Imagine paying somebody 20 grand with a credit card and liking, like enjoying the process. You know, we were laughing. He's running my card on the Zoom call. What was that last? What's the expiration date? What's the CVV code? You know, and I'm like, I love it, dude. I love it. Because he said that to me. I go, well, that's great. I've never done YouTube ads what kind of ROI can I expect? He goes, well, what kind of work are you going to put in? How committed are you? I don't know. He goes, look, worst case scenario, you give me 20 grand, you don't get any of it back. How's that make you feel? Um, I get it. I get it. So as I got to make this decision by the end of business tomorrow, uh, I'm still praying about it. I've talked to my wife about it. And of course she's supportive. Like she, I mean, 
I don't want to say almost to a fault, but this girl, been married to 25 years now, believes in me. She believes in me because she knows why I want to do this. I am. I want to touch every single individual in the world and allow them to understand and give them permission to play big that they have a million-dollar message inside of them. So she knows the passion and the reason why I'm doing it. So I know I've got that. You know, I know I've got the belief from my wife. I've just got to make sure that uh, I'm doing it for the right reason. You know, because I could easily just keep my ads going, get a three to four or five to one ROI and be fine. But I want to level up my game. You know, I want to seat at the big boy and big girl table. Like there, there's so much I don't know about that space and about the message and about how entrepreneurs think at a seven, eight, nine figure level. Like that's, I'm, I, I would love a seat at that table. That's probably why I will pull the trigger on it. So anyway, the reason I wanted to share this message with you is because there's so much value in getting around individuals and getting a seat at that table where people just think differently. And you raise your game because when you walk into a room with people like that, you can't think small. You can't play small. They just won't let you do it. And I always wanted to just be that individual who invested in himself, that bet on himself, you know, that bet on himself. So... Hey, that's what's going on in the world of Sam Crowley today. I hope in your world, this message found you at the right time. I hope it blessed you. I hope it encouraged you and inspired you to raise your game and get a seat at the table. And hey, if I can help, uh, you know how to get a hold of me, right? It's launchmymovement.com. We'll have a conversation. We'll talk about it on Zoom and see if it's a good fit for you. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.